Amen. Amen. You are all welcome to today's service. Um, I'm not the pastor. Those of you who are who are here for the very first time, eh? I'm not the pastor, but the pastor has, by the grace of God, given me the opportunity to speak the word. And even though he's not here, I still want to appreciate him for this privilege. Amen. Um, today's service is a very special one. It's a very special one for somebody. And it's special because today, enough of the excuses, eh? enough of, I will do it, you know, I'm just here for a while. I'll do it later when I get back to my home church. Enough of the excuses that, oh, I'm just in the Netherlands for a while. So at least God and his ministry can wait for a while also. Enough of the excuses. It is time to rise up, take up responsibility, and walk. Amen. Enough of saying, I'm not a pastor. The pastors can do the church work. Enough of saying, oh, when I get married, I will serve God. I can tell you for a fact that you can't. Or you say, oh, when I get married, I will pray. In fact, if you can't pray now, you need grace. So enough of the excuses. Rise ye up. Take up your bed. Take up your comfort zone. Take up what, what makes you great in your own small way. Take it up. And begin to walk. Begin to walk in God's grace. Because God required of you to accomplish that purpose. That book must be written. That song must be sung on a world stage. You must have that child. But you are too proud, eh? You are too proud. You've, you've held yourself this way. For a long time, I'm prophesying. If you don't know yet, I'm telling you, I'm prophesying to that person. Get out of your comfort zone. Because the Lord wants to cause you to, to break forth and, and bear seeds that will shake nations. But get off your comfort zone. Get off the pride and come to the place of humility. Don't be like makeup. Don't be so proud to worship God. Don't be too proud to, to, to submit and yield to his presence. Because that's where the fruit is. The fruit is not in you, it is in God. And it is in his presence that the fruit inside of you or the seed inside of you receive the spirit. Isaiah 32 verse 15. He said the desert shall become like a fruitful ground. Why? Because the spirit is poured forth. And that, that, that fruit shall bear more fruits and it, it shall become like a forest. 
Praise God. So until you get off the comfort zone, there is no fruitfulness. Amen. 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 You did not come here. Oh God, help me. You did not come here for the sake of mercy. You are an emissary or an ambassador to bring men to the kingdom of God. But you are so comfortable because you have forgotten your assignment and you are still so immersed in yourself that you can't see my call upon your life. And you are saying, if only I can finish. But you've forgotten that rest is in following my purpose. And as you follow my purpose, you will find ease to flow through your study. Because it is not by might, it is not by power, but by the Spirit of God. You know yourself. I'm speaking to you. You know yourself. I don't want to mention names. I cannot even mention their name because I don't know their names. But you know yourself that you made a commitment with God. God, if only you give me this opportunity to come, eh, I'll serve you. I'll win souls. He's still waiting. He's still waiting. Rise. Take up and walk. That is the message. It's a prophetic word for anybody that intends to receive it. Hallelujah. People, I prepared this message. But I'm sorry to say that the message has changed. Hallelujah. John 5, 1 to 14. Let me tell you a story. This man has been sick for 38 years. Florence. He's been sick for 38 years. He knows he's sick. In fact, he went to the pool of Bethesda to be healed. The Lord took you and brought you to the place of your healing, of your breakthrough. And I don't know how he got there. Whether somebody carried him or he went by himself. But he was close to the pool. And yet he could not get up and enter. Whoever brought him could not take him into the water. So he said, when Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be made whole? The excuse in him which has built up for years, trying to justify why he has not been healed, came up. He said, if only a man could take me and put me in the water. Now he was looking for the wrong thing. The Lord said, will you be made whole? Yes, no. Not the excuse. Brethren, not the excuse. Eh? Now, he was looking for his healing in somebody who will carry him. But the real thing is not the carrying to the water. Because right now, the presence of God was right there with him. What should have been in the water was actually standing with him. And he was waiting for somebody to carry him. 
okay he didn't know Jesus but if you don't know Jesus whatever brought you there can't you roll yourself into the water I beg you but the excuse kept him there I don't know for how long but he was there for a while maybe two years maybe he kept going and coming maybe why because the excuse has become a limitation it has become a blockade where he could not rise and take up himself and get into the water you see we have made excuses become like mountains build walls so that all we do is walk within the walls of the limitation and excuse we have been there for years like the people of israel the bible says they were around the mountain for a while when the word of the lord came and said break camp and advance you have been here for years you have been saying the same thing every year beginning of the year i will do this i will build i will build you have never bought anything why because your excuse is that i've not got a job yet whilst the presence of god is resident in us jesus the ark of the covenant is in us he said that we are in him and he is in us so as you get up as you as you rise and begin to move his presence carries you and you begin to move in him now this excuse has kept people at one place for years that they don't even know that they are old anymore they are still thinking they are young like this man he's been there for years he waited for the right time he looked for the right things to do he never got to do it until jesus stepped in i thank god that jesus stepped in for him jesus stepped in for him you too jesus can step in for you if only you believe the excuse is too much this is not my mother church you know many people have that word agp is not my mother church i was in church in in ghana i was a great singer now this is not my mother church no this is not my mother church i don't even know what it means to be mother church or father church or sister church or friends church now this is the thing you were there god used you to do great things you came here you are on vacation you've built a wall excuse wall i'm just here for two years two years war just here for two years oh i'm just here for five years i'm just sojourning in holland after a while i'll go to uk i'm just in the netherlands for a while you have built a wall so that the ministry in you is limited the song in you has not been sung the the child has not yet been been born why because even the man he's giving you you, you can't see because you build a wall and that wall is saying that oh five years time i'll get married so you are waiting five years the man came jesus brought the man right in front of you you are still waiting for the right time now this message i'm preaching don't think i'm preaching it to you i'm preaching to myself 
I'm preaching to myself. But the question is, there is no better time than now. There is no better time than now. Because the Bible says that now is the hour of salvation. Now. Today is that day. Today is that day. Rise up. Take up and walk. Rise up. Take up and walk. So Jesus came. In the presence of God, God's power breaks every limitation. God's presence breaks every limitation for anyone that is ready to receive the limiting, the, the, the power of God to break the limiting power of God, they can rise and walk. Because Jesus came. When he came, all this man needed to do was to say, yes, I want to be healed. And he picked him up. Why? Now, this is the catch. The angel that should have stayed with the water needed permission from God. And now God himself was here with you. So he just picked him up and he said, rise up, walk. And that was it. You don't need to look for presence. Say, presence of the God. Hey, paratosa, hikaka, That's the presence of God. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Now, the presence of God is in you. And that presence is what stirs us up to break every limitation, break every barrier, and move forward. Hallelujah. Excuses are built up in us so that we cannot reach out and do the things God has called us to do. And today I've come as God's servant to let you know that today that excuse that the devil has helped you build is broken. Hallelujah. It is broken completely. Because what excuses does is that you can't see far. You can only see within the boundaries of your excuse. And until your excuse goes beyond <laughs> the boundaries, you cannot even move beyond where you have been. So this man says, ah, the pool, the pool, somebody must carry me in. So he was, he's been waiting for somebody to carry him, not to get well, to carry him. Whether he will get well, he doesn't know, probably. But you are waiting for somebody to carry you when the presence of God is in you. It's right here with you. So take up that bed and walk. Take up that comfort zone. Make nonsense of the comfort zone and walk and run the race that is set before you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, the thing is, in all the things that I'm talking about, it is about the presence of God. We have, we have been talking about the presence of God for a while now. God's presence moves people forward. God's presence is not to excite us. It is not to make us happy, comfortable. Oh God, hey, today's service was great. That's the end. No. God's presence is supposed to move us in his will and in his purposes and his intentions for us.
So when the presence of God comes, it is so that we can realize his purposes for us. God's presence is not for fun. It's not for worship alone. Worship alone is great because worship brings God's presence or activates the presence that is already in you so that you become conscious of his presence. But it is not the worship that brings the presence per se. It just activates the presence that is inside of you. It's already there in our inside. Hallelujah. I earlier on said the ark of God is in you. That ark is God's presence. When the Israelites carried it, they could move through the waters. They could move through any, any barrier. They could move through any limitations. They could move through any place. Because the presence of God makes every closed door open. Makes every mountain become a, a level ground. The presence of God levels every situation that looks like a mountain and brings it to a low ground. Now, what praise does is to help you to, to know that God's presence is inside of you. That is why the Bible says the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So as you sing praise, God's presence is lifted up in you and the barriers are broken. But excuse is one of the limiting factors. Oh, I just, I just bought a shoe. I've worn a nice shirt. I can't lift up my hands too high. When I lift it too high, oh no, the, the dress will crumple. I can't iron in church. Your own day, oh. Your own day. Your own day. Your own day. But God says today that if you will be humble enough to get dirty in the place of obedience, if you will get dirty in the place of obedience, please listen to this one. If you will get dirty in the place of obedience, I can open and I will open and I will keep opening. Amen. Praise God. Now Jesus said something to him, which is very profound. For most people he says, it looks like the man had sinned. That is why he got, he, he, he was dead. Jesus said, Go, I think verse 14, verse 14 of John 5. Good. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. For some people, it looks like, oh, maybe he committed some sin. Maybe he did. But the greatest sin is to doubt. The greatest sin. Huh? The Bible says that he who eateth doubting, and he concluded Romans 14 23, he said that anything that is down out of without faith is sin. So the man was doubting 
whatever situation you was. So that doubt, for as long as you are in a place of doubt, anything can happen anytime. It is not necessarily because the man committed adultery or whatever. Maybe he did. But the most important thing is that when we doubt, when we doubt, when we place excuse before God, we are saying that God cannot do the things he can do in our lives. So the doubt becomes like we are, we are, we are denying God's ability to do what he has said he will do in our lives. So, in actual fact, doubt is sin. <laughs> All doubt is sin. Every doubt. God, help me. So that nobody will say I'm preaching heresy. But all doubt, all excuses are born out of the flesh. To glorify self rather than God's ability. So, the Bible says, that when the Israelites got to the Red Sea, Egypt, Pharaoh and his army was coming. The Egyptians doubted. And Moses told them, fear not. Fear not. Hold your peace. Be still. And see the deliverance of the Lord. All God needed was a man who could stand on his word. And then the Bible says that, what are you doing? Go for it. Go for it. Why? Because in the place of excuse, you cannot move. They were excused. Hey, these people are coming. Let's go back to Egypt. Let's submit back to them. But he said, go forward. Why? For you to go forward, you must excuse the excuse. You must excuse the excuse and move forward. Because there is, there is, there is a, a financial dynamite, eh? a, a mongoo in this room. But he doesn't know why he's been making excuses. Now, this is prophecy. You, you, you are a mongoo. You know who is a mongoo? In the class of Bill Gates. In the class of the Dangotes of, of, of Africa. Now, the thing is, it is not because we want you to get rich to buy a jet. We want you to be rich so that the gospel can get to Papua New Guinea, can get to the Amazon. Forgive me if I close my eyes. I don't know what is happening. But the truth is that you cannot sit in the place giving excuses to birth that financial dynamite in you. You must get out of your comfort zone. Begin to sow like never before. Begin to tight if you have never tightened. And yield yourself to God's salvation. And that financial dynamite will break through inside of you. You see, there is God's presence which makes a small thing become a thousand. God's presence, which makes a small thing become a thousand. Just like Jacob, eh? Jacob was in, 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 the, in the house of his, his father-in-law. Things were not going right. Then the God, God gave him wisdom that do this, do that. 
and then he multiply. Now, you see, it may not look, it may not look reasonable. But the truth is, he, he, over, he overcame that excuse that you have said, Hey, God, how could, how could spotted this thing become like this? Are you sure? Ah, are you really sure? But he submitted himself to it. He dirtied himself in the place of obedience. And God increased him. Until you rise, take up that pride and walk, we will still be in the same place. AGP must move forward. AGP must go forward. But we must limit ourselves out of the excuse. When I say limit, break the excuse. Break the excuse. We are this, we are that, we are this, we are that. Enough. Or enough is enough. It is time to to repatosia katalia mandege. Pataria andalabae. Get up. Get up of the comfort zone. Get up of the limitations. We have stayed here enough. Let us break camp and advance. We've been praying for souls. We, we, we tarried in the place of, of worship and praise. It is time to take up and advance and break out and possess the land. Why? Because the land has been given. It's been given, it's been established, it's been granted and sealed. But the excuse is enough. Let's, let's rise up. Rise ye up and advance in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh God. Thank you. Amen. You are not small. You are not too small. You are not too small. Don't wait to be 30 to do things. Don't wait to be 30 to do things. 30 is just a number. 40 is just a number. But um, my ability in a four-year-old is enough to make him great. David, where is David? Where is David? Yeah, please come. David, there's, there's a special grace upon you. 
And that grace is to cause you to be a great giant. Instrumentally. That anointing is coming on you. And you, 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 you operate like never before. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of Jesus. His heart is beating. Don't be afraid. This your brain is not ordinary brain, eh? It's an intelligent brain. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to conclude. <laughs> I hope I preached, though. I hope I preached. I hope I preached. Oh, God, thank you. I thank you that. Okay.
to give excuse. I am a Jew. I was born eight years. I was circumcised whatever time you can think about. Of the zeal I had enough. And I have reason enough to say I don't need to know God. But in Philippians 10, uh, 3 thing, he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And then he went on to say that don't think that I have attained but this one thing I do forgetting the things that are behind and pressing on to the mark of the higher calling. Now there is a need for a pressing. The Bible says that from the law and the prophets the kingdom of God has been preached until John. But it takes those who press in. Luke 16, 16. It takes those who press in to press in. Now, it's not talking about gra-gra, Ernest. It's not talking about gra-gra. It's not talking about efforts like, I want, to, I want to please God. No. It is saying, I know that I can, but I will give myself the opportunity to wait on God. If it is five minutes, I will press. If it is 10, I will press. I will keep pressing until something breaks. It's not, hey, God, you have to show up. No. Five minutes, he's not showed up. I'm there. 10 minutes, he's not showed up. I'm still waiting. I'm pressing. He said, I'm pressing to the mark. I'm pressing. I'm pressing to the mark of the higher court. I'm pressing. Not that I have attained. Now, why was Paul able to do that? He was able to say, it is no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. If you are still living in yourself, you can't say that. But he said, this one thing I do, forgetting the things that are behind, the victories, yes, I got it. I got a master's. Yes, I got a PhD. Now, that is now bad case. This one thing I do, I focus on the goal, the mark of the higher calling of God. Today I don't know who you are, but you must press. You must press. Amen. You must press. We need you in church. When I say we need you, God, I'm present in service today. 
that is not enough. We need your talent, your time, your ability. Because, because inside you is God's grace deposited. Inertia is in a is in a dull state. But until you press, until you rise up, take up and walk, nobody will know anything that you have it. Amen. Please rise on your feet. And whatever barrier holds you down, whatever excuses you have, I want you to confront it. <laughs> Whichever way you want to confront it, Lord. I want you to tell your I'm pressing. Just begin to pray that prayer. I'm pressing. I'm breaking out. I'm breaking out of every, every excuse. I'm breaking out of every limitation that I've built around myself. And I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. I'm, I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. I'm breaking out. That chain cannot hold me anymore. That excuse cannot hold me down. I'm breaking out. I'm taking my place in the kingdom of God. I'm taking my place on the continent of Africa and Europe and all over the world. I'm taking my place. I will write that book. I will write that story. I will write that song. I will be a partaker of the full nature of God. I'm breaking out in the name of Jesus. I'm breaking out in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm breaking out. And I'm breaking out. I'm breaking out. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm breaking out. I can't hear you. <laughs> hey, break out. Break out. Break. Break in the name of Jesus. Every thing holding me now. Break right now in the name of Jesus. Break. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Now you know you were you were you were wounded. You were wounded. You were wounded. You were wounded in your past. And every time, because of that wound, emotional, physical wound. You say you will not do certain things. Today, 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 you are free. 
in the name of Jesus. Today, you are free. The scars of yesterday cannot stop the glory of today. The scars of yesterday cannot stop the glory of today. So you are free to walk in that glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are free. Receive that freedom. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is a rain of the Spirit that is coming right now. It's, it's, it's a driving rain. It's a rain that drives people. The rain of the Spirit that drives people. That drives people. Receive it. Receive that rain. The rain of the Spirit is falling upon many. The rain of the Spirit. The rain of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. No, maybe you are here to you've never given your life to Jesus you must not miss this opportunity you are here you've never given your life you've never surrendered your life to Jesus you want to do that today and if you are here I will, I will, I will plead with you to please come if you want to do that today is your, is your you've never You've never made that commitment. But you want to surrender yourself to the Lord today. Just come. Then we close because our time is up. Let's just be quiet before the Lord. But unless you can still play your keyboard. It's a holy convocation. 
a holy gathering today and it's an opportunity for for you to make a declaration and it will stand i don't know if you know that this today this this moment right now is a holy convocation it's a holy gathering it's a holy gathering of people of the saints and god's presence is very heavy here right now you want to make a declaration that you believe not just any declaration the declaration that you believe the declaration that you believe so don't make any declaration if you don't believe it make the declaration that you believe the one that is coming from the wells of your belly and you know it so just make that declaration right now Lord thank you Amen <laughs>